Welcome to the War from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. And today it's D-Day minus six days. As we count down to the D-Day program, this weekend I'm going to bring you some uh, variety programs that were aired right before the invasion. And today we're going to do command performance. This is one of two command performances that are dated for June 3rd of 1944. And this 122nd episode of command performance is a picture of what command performance was at its best. Today's episode features Bob Hope, Judy Garland, Bing Crosby, and Frank Sinatra. It's an almost ridiculous amount of star power in a single half hour. But given that the original audience were American service personnel, they merited every bit of this great show we're about to hear. So here from June 3rd of 1944 is Command Performance. USA, the greatest entertainers in America, as requested by you, the service men and women of the United States Armed Forces throughout the world. Command performance presented this week and every week till it's over, over there. Okay there, men, step up to your international slot machine and meet a great quartet of nickel nurses who are jackpot stuff at all APOs and FPOs. And tonight, in answer to your letters to command performance, Armed Forces Radio, Los Angeles, USA, we've hit the jackpot ourselves. And to prove we aren't fanning the breeze, the three bars are Judy Garland, Bing Crosby, and Frank Sinatra. Of course, every slot machine has a lemon, which uh, reminds me, here's the young man who's played every camp in the country, including some so small that the commanding officer is a PFC. <laughs> Fellas, Bob Hope! <laughs> How do you do, fellas? This is Bob Command Performance Hope telling you guys whether you're married or single, the Army is the only place where you can get breakfast on a shingle. <laughs> That's a little inside stuff. <laughs> well, I feel great tonight. I've just returned from playing the San Diego Naval Base. I went into a hotel in San Diego and I said to the clerk, what are the rates? He said, it's a dollar and a half if you sleep on your side. We can get more people in that way. <laughs> Give me an idea how crowded that hotel is. A major and a private got into a crowded elevator together. By the time the saluting was over, they were wearing each other's uniform. <laughs> that hotel lobby was so jammed with women, I had to pinch my leg three times to find out if it was my own. My case comes up tomorrow. <laughs> enough girls to go around. I know one girl who has three fellas. She goes out with a lieutenant at nine, a captain at ten, and a colonel at eleven. Every Saturday, the three of them meet and synchronize their watches. <laughs> the place is just jammed with women, men and women in the service. I saw a lot of pretty waves there. You know what a wave is. That's a sailor who says no. I saw one sailor looking at a picture of Betty Grable. I said, hasn't she got a beautiful face? He said, don't rush me. I'll get there. 
problem down there is really serious. To get a plate of soup, you have to have a priority. To get a ham sandwich, you have to have a drag with a war production board. And to get a glass of milk, you have to have a pull with a cow. And... <laughs> and, but enough of that. Here's the little gal who's earned a number one priority in your pinup department, both in your barracks wall and in your heart, singing Johnny Mercer's Dixieland Band as Judy Garland. Dixieland band Let me tell you, brother That the music was grand They had a piano And a clarinet Only thing they needed Was a second cornet And that's what led To the ruin Ruin of the Dixieland band When the folks Had hollered For the maple leaf rag They would get to jumping But the music would drag They had to keep him Cause he played so sweet But they needed someone Who could give him a beat Someone who jumped with the rhythm, rhythm of the Dixieland band. He'd play so sweetly. Instead of playing, he'd play so sweetly. They'd be He got him so they couldn't play right Finally he fixed them on a Saturday night He hit a note that was off the chord Apoplexy got him and they went to the Lord And that's the pitiful story Story of the Dixieland band Now they're up in heaven and they're happy at last Come say how the trumpet man who really can blast the way he swings him is an awful shame. He can really do it. Gabriel is his name. And now, folks, here is the sample. Listen to the Dixieland Start to play Don't you be afraid It's the judgment day Cause it's just old Gabriel Sound in his day And the Dixieland band Is fixed to play Thanks, Judy. That was swell. You know, it's always a pleasure to hear you sing. Oh, that's very sweet, Bob. But to tell the truth, I didn't come down here to command performance just to sing. I have something on my mind. Me too. Let's get out of here, huh? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious, Bob. I, I really have quite a problem, and I want to ask you a big favor. Well, sure, Jude. What is it? Well, I know you're with Paramount, Bob, but you see, I'm making a musical for MGM, and I need a leading man. He must be very good-looking, tremendously talented, <laughs> have loads of appeal for women, so naturally I came to see you. Well, gee, thanks. I thought, sure, you could recommend somebody. <laughs> the choice for my next lead has just narrowed down to two men. Two men? Mm-hmm. 
Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. Well, go on. So far, you've only got a man and a half. <laughs> and I'm not sure which is the half. Well, it's, it's an awfully hard decision to make, Bob. Shall I take Crosby or shall I take Sinatra? Yes, which shall it be? Flesh or fantasy? <laughs> have your advice. Please tell me honestly, what do you think of Bing Crosby? I think he's simply marvelous, just adorable, wonderful, and divine. Well, I'm glad you asked me. And now, now I want your honest opinion of Frank Sinatra. Well... Isn't he, though? <laughs> and he has such a boyish smile. You know, he brings out the mother in everyone. Not in me. <laughs> Well, Judy, what do you want with a guy like Sinatra when I'm around? Oh, Bob. Why, Frank Sinatra has more talent in his little finger than you have in your whole nose. <laughs> you, re you really like Sinatra, I huh? think he's solid. You do. Did you ever tap his chest? <laughs> That's a lot of propaganda. Frank Sinatra isn't really a weakling at all. Oh, no. Did you ever watch him play with a yo-yo? No, why? The yo-yo stands still and Frankie goes up and down. <laughs> well, you can knock Sinatra and Crosby all you please. But one of them is going to be my next leading man, and I've invited them both down here to audition for the part. Oh, Sinatra and Crosby. Why don't you take me for your leading man? Forget about breathless and hairless. <laughs> is made up. But you need more than just a singer, Judy. You need a great lover. Why, when I kiss a girl, it's murder. I know, and I'm too young to die. <laughs> you call kissing Sinatra living? But honestly, Judy, I ran away from it. If you'd only reconsider. After all, what is Crosby, anyhow? Don't nobody answer that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi, you Bing. Hello, Bing. <laughs> beginning to worry about you, Bing. Really? Yeah, we're afraid you might show up. <laughs> Who's this uh, character, Judy? You doing a little social welfare work here? <laughs> this is no time for a battle of wits, and you're not the boys for it anyway. No. Where's the... <laughs> what, do you bring your own writer? What is that? <laughs> Where's Frank Sinatra, Bing? I thought you were coming over together. Oh, we were, Judith, but I, I couldn't carry him another block. <laughs> In the traffic. <laughs> now, Bing, mm. that's no way to talk about a nice boy like Frankie. That's right. Frankie looks that way because a very tragic thing happened to him in his youth. No, I, I never knew that. Yes, a terrible thing. What was it? When he was three days old, his mother tied his bow tie too tight. <laughs> Not quite tight enough, I think. <laughs> so when does this audition start? In huh? a little while. Take it easy. Well, I'd like to get started. I, I brought 19 great songs I'd like to sing. Bing. <laughs> Bing, this is an audition, not a filibuster. Well, I just... Oh, they must be all old Ennis men, huh? I just, uh, I just thought I... Oh, oh! Oh! Uh, what is 
the matter with her? I think she just said it, Sinatra. <laughs> yeah, period. Hello, everybody. Hello, Frank. I'm awfully glad you got here. Well, every once in a while, one of those long shots come in. <laughs> How are you, Frank? How would you know? <laughs> oh, I feel fine, Mr. Crosby. Let's declare a little moratorium on the formality, Frankie. Just call me Bing. Oh, no, I wouldn't dream of calling a man of your years by his first name. <laughs> this boy... This boy is flirting with the same fate that befell Flat Top here. Boys! <laughs> Boys! What? It's practically time for the audition to start. I'm ready. How about you, fatty? Are you talking about me, Atlas? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that so? Yeah, that's so. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. How come I don't get any of that clever dialogue? <laughs> now, now, boys. Mm. Boys, let's have no more fighting. Well, he called me names. You started it. I did not start it. You did, you did, you did. Oh, my old... <laughs> my old man can lick your old man. Yeah? My old man can lick your old man, hey? My kids can lick your kids. Sure, you got them outnumbered. <laughs> We're, we're here to, to decide which of you is going to sing with me in my next picture. We're going to hold the audition right now. And to make sure the decision will be honest, Bob Hope is going to be the judge. I was robbed! <laughs> Why, Bingsy, do you think I'd do anything that wasn't absolutely on the up and up? Do you think I'd dishonestly let Sinatra win this contest when a lousy $5 could swing it your way? <laughs> Say, Frank, let me have five, will you? <laughs> two friends out there. My mother's there. She'll take care. She'll put me on. <laughs> right into it, Meredith, old boy. I love you On the April breeze I love you Echo the hills I love you, the golden dawn agrees, as once more she sees daffodils, it's spring again, and birds on the wing again, start to sing again, that old melody. That's the song of songs, and it all belongs to you and me.
on the wing again Start to sing again That old melody That's the song of songs, and it all belongs to you and me. wonderful. Right, Frank? Yes, you're sure right, Judy. You're great, Bing. What a voice. What quality. What tone. What feeling. What malarkey. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, Bing, you are a great artist. Too bad there isn't enough room for you and Sinatra. Now, take it easy there, Bob. Oh, don't shelter me from the tooth, Frankie. After all, youth must have its fling. You're one youth anybody can fling. <laughs> See, you know, Bing... It's tough at that. You have to face the possibility of stepping down from your pinnacle to face the twilight of your career. Well, I don't know. There's still a few votes left in the old battery. <laughs> yeah, but you're getting a charge more often since Sinatra came along. <laughs> yes, sir. It would be a shame to step down after you've worked so hard, Bing. Getting up every morning before dawn, dressing in the dark. What makes you think I dress in the dark? Well, naturally, you wouldn't put those clothes on if you could see them. You don't care for this little ensemble, old boy? I thought I looked rather sharp. Yes, you do in a slovenly sort of way. You keep out of this or I'll hit you with this, this crooner here. You mean you're going to toss marshmallows around here? Don't you like this coat? This is Scotch Mist. They certainly did. <laughs> I hate to break up this stage weight, gentlemen, but we're here for an audition. So if you don't mind, Frankie, we'd like to hear a song. Okay, Judy, I'd like to sing this number especially for you and for Bing. It's a song that's liked equally well by both generations. You are the promised kiss of springtime that makes the lonely winter seem long. You are the breathless hush of evening that trembles on the brink of a lovely song. You are the angel glow that lights a star. The dearest things I know are what you are. Someday, my happy arms will hold you. And someday I'll know that moment divine When all the things you are are mine 
That was grand. Yes, I can't get over the way you've improved, Frank. Well, thanks, Bob. Why, a few years ago, you were an unknown who couldn't sing a lick. Today, they know you. <laughs> well, well, wait for my roars. Wait. <laughs> well, Bob, well, Bob, whatever I am today, I ought to Crosby. Bing, I've been listening to your records for years. Both of them? Really, Frank? <laughs> really, have you, Frank? Yes, Bing, and the very first time I heard you sing, I made up my mind... I was going to be exactly like you. Well, that's flattering. And in all sincerity, Frank, I want to tell you that you have a great voice. When I listen to you sing, I wonder how all that beautiful music can come out of a rag, a bone, and a hank of hair. <laughs> well, at least I have a hank of hair. What did he say? <laughs> well, anyway, the audition is over. Crosby sang, Sinatra sang... Bob, the decision is now up to you. Well, after all, I've been associated with Crosby for years. I know just how good he is. There's only one decision I can make. Sinatra. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, did you say Sinatra? That's what I said. That's what the man said. That, that he sure said that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bob, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Huh? You ignore a fine singer like Crosby and pick a skinny little squirt like me? Okay, if you feel that way about it, I'll pick Crosby. What? You turn down a really great singer like Sinatra and pick a fat old geezer like me? <laughs> Let me out of here. I want to look for Dick Haynes. This is a fine thing. Great, great. <laughs> I came down here to choose a leading man, and I'm going to have one whether he's a fat old man or a squirt. Well, how about me? I don't want both. Uh... <laughs> I'd like to start over, too. Say, look, what's wrong with you guys? You had a contest, and I named Sinatra the winner. Why don't you abide by my decision? I don't want any of your decisions. I'm mad at you. Mad at me? Why? Well, for what you do to my pal Bing, every Tuesday night on your program, you tell people his horses can't run, his adenoids need simonizing, yeah. and that, true, the stork, that the stork visits his house every week. Yeah. You shouldn't say those things, even if they are true. <laughs> Look, kid, do me a favor and stay off my team, will you? <laughs> but, Bing, I'm your pal. I'm your chum. You mean it, Frankie? Of course I do. It's us against the world, Bing. We'll stick together through thick and thin. Yes, we will, Finn. You said it, Thick. <laughs> you are my sunshine, my only sunshine. You make me happy when skies are gray. 
You'll never know, Frank, how much I love you. Please don't take my sunshine away. No, Bing, I never will. But someday, if they take your sunshine away and there are gray skies, don't you mind those gray skies. You still have me, Bingy boy. I climb upon my knee, a bingy boy. <laughs> Though you're a hundred and three, bingy boy. <laughs> there's no way of knowing, there's no way of showing uh, what you mean to me, uh, a bingy boy. <laughs> oh, come, come, Franklin, you don't know what you mean to me. Inform me, Dad. You're the top. You're the boy who hustles, you're the top, though you've got no muscle, you're the guarantee that a chickadee will move, you're a high school thriller, a Bobby sock killer, the voice of Sue. Rank, rank exaggeration, Bingo, it's the other way around. You're the top, lay it on me, Jack. You are the head canary. Oh, nice of you to say so. You're the top. Mm-hmm. Though your top ain't hairy. Ay, ay, ay. You're the baritone who has held the throne with ease. You're the choice of sages through all the ages. You're the voice of cheese. <laughs> you know, they could slip you in between a couple of slices of Russian rye, too. <laughs> Wait a minute, wait a minute, you two insincere men. You guys have some nerve. You want to know who's the top? I'll tell you. I'm the top. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm a real crowd pleaser. You're not so hot. You're a toothpaste squeezer. <laughs> I'm a total wreck. I'm a worthless check. A flop. And so, fellas, that leaves Garland still on top. Good evening, Checking the command performance pull motor, Sinatra's gone down for the third time, but the little round man still has a few puffs left. And ambling over to the international microphone to warble a few bars of something to remember you by, Judy Garland and Bing Crosby. Oh, give me something to remember you by When you are far away from me, dear some little something meaning love cannot but die. No matter where you chance to be. Oh, I'll pray for you night and day for you. It will see me through like a child. Something to 
little something Meaning love cannot die Meaning love cannot die No matter Though I pray for you Night and day for you It will see me through Like a charm Till you're returning So give me something To remember you by When you about does it, men, but before we drop off the beam, our little fearsome foursome has a final word for you. Frankie? Thanks for the invitation, men. It's been lots of fun. Judith? Thanks for the invite, men. It's been a lot of fun. And how about you, Lard? (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, men. It's been a lot of fun. Well, I have a line here, but I don't think I'll say it. Oh, go on. Say it. Yeah, but it won't get a laugh. Who can tell? This might be the biggest laugh in the show. Okay, I'll try it. Thanks, men. It's been a lot of fun. That's all. See, I told you. So long. Great Detectives of Old Time Radio, greatdetectives.net.